Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, 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 very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone running a little bit of late here. We've got some geeky things going on, tech stuff between David and I, but we're all, you know, it's, a, it, it's all coming out in the wash. We are live here on 20 December 2022, OneRadioNetwork.com. About 90 minutes from now, we're going to talk to a lady by the name of Laura Arika, and this ties into, her work ties into something that we talk often about, that whatever we believe and think uh, to be true, our state of consciousness, right, is in our body, and this is the way it works. We've seen this on the inner planes, and it just is. If you believe in a germ, then the germ can get you. It's no more difficult than that. And then so she's on to words and where they came from and how much energy is with them. And it's really interesting because it even plays more into our the work that we're doing, our theories and our experiences that uh, when we believe a certain word, whatever it is, maybe the word age, right? Or the word virus. Uh, th- these words go very deep and they've been around for a long, long time. And they affect us even more than we've ever thought. Pretty cool stuff. So uh, you've heard of neuro-linguistic programming. This takes that to another level. So we're going to do that in a little while. And then we're taking some time off for happy holy days or holidays or merry whatever. And then, uh, well, we'll tell you more about that. But this morning, we're going to have some fun. We're going to visit with Flat Earth Dave. Flat Earth Dave uh, believes and no, well, he believes that we're on an immovable plane, and we're not we're not circling around the sun. I mean, and and he, this is what he does for a living. He does all these different interviews, and he's done all this research. And his website is flatearthdave.com, and uh, we have lots to talk about this morning. We're going to go to him now. So you're not you're not spinning, you're not hurtling around the sun, Dave. So uh, so you're you're just there. Mm. yeah <laughs> um first i want to say that uh looking forward to your next interview because actually um, i'm very much into that and i'm actually right after this i have a uh a, a zoom call with somebody that specializes in decoding the language of our world oh. so i am a, a big i don't even want to say believer because belief is the enemy of knowing that words create our reality your yes, thoughts sir. create your reality yes sir and 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 that's what the what this whole globe lie is about. It's to hide that um, truth from you. Yeah. Um, as far as health, every disease, disease, you're not at ease. Every disease that you have is incurable. Did you know that? Oh, you mean they say it's incurable? No, it is incurable. Incurable means you can cure it within. Your mind. Oh, that's where the word comes from. That's where the word comes from. We don't have, so when a doctor says, oh, you've got so-and-so and and it's incurable, you should say, oh, thank you. I don't have to come to you anymore. Thank God. And then you leave and you deal with it that way. We don't have an immune system. We have a constant regenerating, cleansing health system. Okay. We're not fighting off fictional bug, you know, viruses. Um, that, that, that's all nonsense. I mean, people don't realize. They took like the most horrible diseases, you know, um, well, you know, smallpox, whatever. And they got these people that were sick and they 
disgusting. Took blood, took pus, took spit, took everything. They wiped it on people. They shoved it up their noses. They injected it into their bloodstream. Never once were they able to make the other person sick. Never once. Uh, Spanish flu, I think, okay. they actually did the, the, the experiments, Dave. Spanish flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all. Uh, that Spanish flu is basically <laughs> what happened. And I don't want to say it because I'm putting this on YouTube. What happened in 2020 back then. It's the same story. <laughs> the same cycle again and again and again. And again, this is what they want you to think is happening. Woo, you're spinning, flying through space. It's absolute insanity. Okay, I'm going to write that's that word down, believe. incurable, and bring it up for her, this, this lady, because yeah, I never thought about it like that. Incurable, of course. So yes. obvious. Yeah. Here with that. So something Absolutely. I've been thinking about that, that I, I find fascinating is that when, you know, this, this common question, why does it matter, you know, of course, and you've had it ever since you started with people. Why does this matter? So I've been thinking about this idea that when you encapsulate uh, something with an edge, right? A globe and has an edge, then that means there's a limit, right? Because if there's an edge, you can't go beyond the edge. I mean, you know, that means there's a limit with resources, uh, rare earth minerals, oil, water, food, gold, silver, a limited amount of people that can be here. So this globalist, halocentric model is, is running a lot of um, their agenda right? Because the Green New Deal is all about, well, we can't, we don't have enough energy, so we're going to do it. You know what I mean? Patrick, think about this. You know, don't drive your car. Don't do this. You, right. you have carbon credits. You have to, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to stop us from doing everything. They would rather us die than produce more carbon or hurt the environment, you know, and I'm all for, hey, we should take care of the environment, but all this, the stuff they're saying is nonsense. Think about this, Patrick. What counteracts carbon and produces oxygen trees right plants yes. green green life and so nobody can go to antarctica where there's supposedly no green life but we can cut down the amazon for whatever resources okay that's fine that's crazy and we're all worried about carbon but if global warming was true because of what they're saying then it would be illegal for every year at this time of the year for hundreds of millions of trees to be cut down so people can decorate them. Hmm. Okay. Think about the carbon footprint of that. We're cutting down oxygen makers, um, carbon eaters. Carbon eaters. We're trucking them across the country for everyone to put in their homes. So the fuel, all the carbon footprint of the Christmas tree ritual should be illegal if they were serious. How about that? Yeah, it's, it's. How about that? All right, so it, it's 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 yeah. So what are, do you do? You think that what I was uh, conjecturing there, or just about the food and the limits, and that that's all part of this helocentric model as well? Say that again. What was the? What did you say? The, the idea that if you encircle it something with an edge, and there's only so much to go around, that's that really plays into oh, everything yeah, so, that's going on. Is that is some I own something there? And I'm sure you've talked oh, about so, it. Yeah. Let, let's talk about the Antarctica and I'll wrap all of that together. Okay. You know, the people say, well, why would they lie about the flat earth? I say, why did they lie about the globe? Because everything that would prove the globe, they have to lie about. Like, hey, uh, let's circumnavigate across Antarctica. Let's go from Santiago, Chile, across Antarctica and end up in Australia or New Zealand. And uh, it's never been done. And it, that one guy claimed to do it, Sir ran off some, some royal guy who has been caught, and I think 
prosecuted for faking expeditions, for, for faking injuries on expeditions, right? So this one guy with zero proof and a record of lying about expeditions is the only guy that crossed over the South Pole um, <laughs> in, you know, so, so in Sandy. So th- look at this. We live in the Antarctic Basin. Antarctica is not a continent at the bottom of the ball. It's the shoreline around our world. That's okay? the ice wall that what, we see, right? The ice wall. Well, the ice wall. And and you know what? I don't know if the ice wall goes all the way around. I'm going to show you that in a moment. Oh. Okay. But let's say, you know, our sun circles around here, so it's melted out our, our pond, and it's cold out here, and we don't know what's out here in the outer space. We want the right to go out there and and explore, um, un, you know, unfeathered, whatever. Um Fettered, fettered, unfettered. Okay, unfettered. yeah, unfettered. All right. So think about this. How can so if you knew, if you knew that there's more land, that there's a possibility of more land, your thoughts. Remember, we're just talking about thoughts. Right. Your thoughts are expanding. But how do we limit your thoughts? Well, we put you in the indoctrination school, you know, and then uh, you know we make you become a worker slave to pay off your college debt. And we'll get into that in a moment, right? So take this out. So check this out. If I cut out right outside, you know, just a couple thousand miles of Antarctica and just cut it out and I wrapped it around a sphere, okay, what is that? This is a prison for your mind, okay? If you believe you live here, Mm. that's it. That's it. There's nothing else. Nothing else. Remember in the Truman Show? I want to be an explorer. She goes, well, Truman pulls down the map she goes everything's been ex- everything's been discovered you can't go okay can't go. They, don't, they don't want you to know that there's more there's more outside of antarctica yeah so 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 here's the thing patrick we're not allowed to go to antarctica okay right. we're not allowed to go to antarctica um there was a treaty so, what the un thing you know what year was that just for folks who it, 1959, uh, the the UN treaty, yeah, the the not the UN treaty, the um, the Antarctic treaty, uh, said that you know nobody uh nobody can go to Antarctica. Um, I'm looking for it. Yeah, in 1959, uh, they you know after Admiral Byrd went out there, said, oh, there's more land, there's resources, there's everything. Mm-hmm. All, all the nations of the world eventually signed the treaty that said nobody can go there. No one can go un unfettered to antarctica you you can take a little expensive trip to the you know the the island off of um off of santiago so you know what the island's called no deception island okay. next to rothschild island too yeah and they'll take you there they'll show you ice they'll show you penguins you're not allowed to go and explore the outer lands why is that why are they hiding the outer lands okay and uh, the answer is because they don't want you to know that you don't live on a ball, yeah. right? So here, here's something that you can do. This is Google Earth, okay, on your computer, the web version of Google Earth. Now, Google Earth has a little measuring tool, and you could say, all right, let me. what's the square miles of America? And you draw a line around it. It's like, oh, there it is. You know, and, oh, sure. look, it's curved. Yeah, mm-hmm. it shows you a curve. So we can go down. We can do that basically anywhere. So let's go to um, Australia, and we'll go around, and we'll say, okay, what's the square mileage of uh, Australia, and that'll show you, boom, there's Australia. No, less of a curve out there. That's interesting. But what happens when we try to circle Antarctica? Like, hey, how big is Antarctica, right? So we go around, and we click it, and what happens? What the heck is that? I don't know. Okay? Look at that. What is that? Look at that. That Did you did you see what it did? It, 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 it freaked it, out. It, yeah. it, it freaked out, okay? 
So, well, where else? Where else does that happen? So let's go. Um, we'll go um, up to the north a little bit. Oh no, here's I'm doing uh, New Zealand. Is that New Zealand? Yeah, and it's showing me. Okay, okay. show me the square area of that area, right? And then we go up to the north, another place that would tell us that the Earth is a globe. And um, oh, first I'm trying Greenland. Let's make sure that works. And it gives me the square mileage of Greenland. Great, perfect, no problem. And then when we try to go to the north, the North Pole, and we go around there, here we go, and boom, weird. What's going on? They're hiding the north and the south. Now, I'm a little surprised that Google Earth can't, they can't figure out a they way to fake, fake it. fake that thing out, they, yeah. They can't fake that. Look at that. Look at that, that weird thing. But Do we Antarctica, know what that means when, when your little uh, mouse does that thing? Yeah, it means that they don't want you to measure it. That's <laughs> oh, what see. it means. Okay? <laughs> so, look, I'm going to try just a piece of Antarctica. Okay. And what, look what it does. It, wow. it, it just absolutely freaks out, gives you useless information. Right? So, so, so that's it, interesting. Is Antarctica, as we, as we understand it, Dave... Is it a big island or a big like a country that you can tell? No, well, they, they want us to tell, they want you to say, this is Antarctica, okay? It's a continent at the bottom of the wall. Okay. I showed you in that continent. animation right. where we took the out, we took the just a, a, a trim of the shoreline, you know, you get a big piece of paper and draw a border around it and then wrap it around the ball. Well, all of that border will create the continent, right. Antarctica, right? right? You get a piece of paper that, you know, that can wrap around a ball, you crumple it all down. And uh, you know they could show us what's um, you know what's along the the line along the edge. Um, for example, here are um, here are all of the sta- the bases that they have in Antarctica. Well, people, are, what about the bases? Yeah, here they are. One here, one here, one here, one here, one here, one here, one here. Right. But here's the thing: nobody goes from this base, I'm a, the Scott Emerson base, and says, "Hey, people at this base or this base, meet us in the middle at the north at the South Pole." Okay. No one ever does that because you can't, because it's too far away. Okay. They're not right there across the continent. They're across the entire earth pond. Right. So this oh, is that's you're going you know, across the entire earth, entire world, the world. And, and, yeah. And wow. Yeah. Wow. Flights from Santiago to Australia prove that, hmm. right. We, we've gone into that, but we'll get into sure. that again. But this is something I want to show you that um, I don't think you've seen yet. Okay. Where is it? Oh, what is going on here? Why isn't that showing? Okay. That's boom. Boom. Okay. There we go. All right. So this is a map that was found in a Buddhist monk temple. I believe it was published in the Hawaiian Gazette in 1910 or somewhere around there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. You have all of these continents out here. So here's our world. This outer line is about, you know, where Antarctica would start on a flat earth map. Mm-hmm. This is a flat earth map. Mm-hmm. And maybe everything outside, the, outside of this line is frozen, or maybe it's not. Okay? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just like frozen for a bit, and then it gets warm again. Maybe let's pretend half of this piece of land, this continent, this isn't an island, because it's twice the size of um, United States and Canada and Mexico combined. Okay, this is gigantic. This so is one of those little dot uh, islands there are, are as much as United States and Canada. Well, here's United States and Canada, and Mexico, right here. You oh see yeah, it? yeah, yeah. That's a, that, that. Compare it to this. It's oh. about this is about two or three times the size. Okay, so if you went from here 
on a long boat ride and you landed here, what would you know? Hey, you're in Antarctica. Okay. You know, and you could even explore and, and go, you know, like let's say you went across and then they picked you up and then they flew you back. You would never know that you didn't cross Antarctica. But the problem is no one ever goes from here, crosses Antarctica, and then ends up over in Australia. Never happens. Too far of a distance. Well, my right? understanding is that the, the, the North Pole, or, or the, the North Pole is right in the center of, of the map, correct? Yep. North, okay. Yep, correct. So then anywhere you go from there, you are going south. So if you keep correct. going, right, then you're going you're gonna to eventually get to a place where there's more sun and warmer. Right, um, you're you're heading out towards the tropics. Right, right. right. You're, heading out, you're heading out towards the tropics. So, but the tropics I, I, that we've know, never been to. No, no, no. Our tropics, our tropics. Right, so, but if we go know, past the wall, past the ice. If you go past the tropics, it gets colder again. Right. But then out here, we don't know what's out here. There could be other suns out here. There could be suns circling around our yes, north, yes. or there could be other ponds out here that have their own circling sun and their own magnetic north. Again, anything beyond the shoreline of Antarctica is speculation. I am speculating. But more and more evidence keeps showing up that this is the way it is. Like every ancient religion, you know, not religion, every ancient culture um, believed in a flat, non-rotating Earth, yeah. right? The Bible is a, you know, if you want to talk about religion, uh, um, you know, the Bible is a flat Earth book, right? And there, there's stories from the 1800s of people that went beyond Antarctica and found other lands, other other in advanced worlds with technology, flat screens and floating cars and, you know, silent machines and all sorts of stuff, right? Whether that's true or not, they were talking about, land beyond antarctica in the late 1800s, 1800s okay right. yeah now, so so what's going on so so th this is something i want to get to hold okay. on you're gonna like this so you can go online and look up um you know cargo ship world tracker and you can find out all of these these are all of the cargo ships of the world and you can click on them it tells you where they're from what how big the boat is what they're carrying i think uh you know all just tons of information tons and tons and tons of information right but we noticed there's some ships that are hundreds and hundreds of miles inside of the shoreline of Antarctica that's supposed to be land or ice, you know, at least. But there's ships. Like, how does an active ship get there? So we clicked on it. And what did we find? We found that uh, zero information, very, very little information. We found it's the, the ship was 560 meters. That's almost 2,000 feet. Okay. This is 80 meters wide. This is a gigantic ship a massive massive ship hundreds of miles inside of antarctica okay so what if the ships were just shipping lanes to these outer worlds okay so we found out huh. where that ship was from it's from kiribati you know what kiribati is no i don't know never heard of it kiribati hold on whoops let me uh let me just go back here for a second uh, um Move that. Okay. I love all your gadgets. So Kiribati, man, you know, you got a lot of gadgets. Yeah, Kiribati. Oops, that's not what I want to do. Transition. All right. So Kiribati is a little atoll out in the middle of the Pacific. Okay. So we'll zoom in on Kiribati, and here it's out here, middle of nowhere. Okay, that's a pin. You don't even see it yet. Zooming in. Okay. This little sand island. Okay. This is. This, there's sand people that live here, right? 
and uh, and but the Chinese government is highly involved with this com- country. They, I think, they gave him ten billion dollars. You froze up. You froze up. Um, that can you froze up for you, you froze up and yeah. okay, so go ahead. Uh, am I back? Yeah, you're back. You're back. That ship could carry enough supplies to supply this island for decades. Wow. Okay, everything they could possibly need. So, what is that giant ship going from Kiribati and heading south? Where's it going? Okay, right. So, if there was a shipping lane, okay, if there was a shipping lane, you know, going from Kiribati out to these outer lands, how would you ever know about it? You wouldn't know. You wouldn't how would know. you ever know about it? You wouldn't know. You never even heard of Kiribati. No. But Dave, if, if, if the ice walls are theoretically holding in the oceans, how could you have an opening so you could go through it? Wouldn't that just be a mess? I don't understand that. Well, I don't believe that the, the, uh, there, if there's an opening, that means the pond is bigger. Oh, Maybe it could just go the through. The entire plane is a pond. Yes. Mm. And there's then there's frozen sections of that pond with melted out puddles. Okay. Mm. So, so mm. what if the world is, let me, I have. Um, yeah, because you just wouldn't know if they don't let you go there and look. You just don't know. Right. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Um, where is it? Why am I not sure? Oh, okay. What if the world was set up like this? Here we are. Here's our melted pond. You know, here's a piece of Antarctica. And what if there was another pond over here that kind of connected to our pond? Maybe that's uh, this is something they call the summer gate that only opens up certain times of the year or certain mm-hmm. times of a great year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then we have access. What if there was, you know, trade going on between other worlds? How would we ever know? Yeah. How would we ever know? Technology, you know, these are the true extraterrestrials. Where are they coming from? The extraterra in the outer space. You think space. that's where the word cam- comes from? Extraterrestrials. Extraterrestrial. I'm going to talk to your person about it. Extraterra, more yeah. land. Extraterra. Extraterra. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And they want you to believe that they're coming from... From space, right? From space, from <laughs> outer space at trillions and trillions of miles. Yeah. You know, I don't believe a trillion miles exists. I don't think it's even a thing, right? If you were traveling a mile per second, I said this to you before, for one trillion seconds, you've gone one trillion miles. Mile per second, trillion seconds, one trillion miles. Sure. Do you know how long one trillion seconds is? I don't know. I told you probably in the past. You remember? <laughs> yeah. Take a guess. Take I, a guess. I have no How idea. long is one trillion seconds? Take a guess. If you guess it within a week, okay. I'll uh, give you a Bitcoin. F- 5,000 years. Very close. 31,000 years. Ooh, okay? Wow. <laughs> it wasn't that <laughs> close. close. But it was closer than most people. <laughs> most people go like two years, three years. <laughs> you know, okay, thir- so just, just let that sink in. 31,000 years is one trillion seconds. Now convert that into miles and time and distance. Get out of here. Just go home. Just leave. Leave. If you think that we can travel, you know, that aliens, aliens come from... If they were lucky enough to come from the closest star, 25 trillion miles away. So it would take you 31,000 years times 25 years to get, no, times 25. So 31,000 times 25, that number of years to get here at a mile per second. Even if you're going 
Oh, well, they go much faster than that, Dave. Okay, let's go 100,000 miles an hour, which is a speed that nobody can even comprehend. It would take 28,000 years. And then they come and crash in Roswell. Okay, they, they want they weren't making fun of you. They're laughing at us. They're laughing at us, yeah. right? They're laughing at us. You know, just the idea that there's, right? there's so much potential resources, that's enough to make one think about what's going on, right? Because this whole thing is about resources, right? This whole, everything, right. they're running. Unlimited unlimited water, unlimited electricity, fuel, not oil, right? There is unlimited oil. That's abiotic, right? Um, but, you know, rare, free energy. Rare earth minerals. Rare earth, rare earth minerals, right? Rare, rare earth minerals is a, is a misnomer. Nothing is rare. There's infinite oil. There's right. infinite no, water. There's infinite minerals. There's infinite fish. There's infinite everything. The earth has an immune system, okay? I don't believe extinction even happens. Okay, I believe the Earth restocks itself. Me too. Fish. I'm with you. Humans. I'm with you. Okay, everywhere. Hmm. And so they want us to believe, oh, humans are bad, and we're killing everybody, and you know it's worth you know losing your home and your business to protect the environment. All absolute and total, complete garbage. And David Weiss, all these wars are based on this idea of like they went into Afghanistan, you know blaming it on Al-Qaeda, but they were really after what they thought were rare earth minerals. Russia did the same thing. Same thing. Uh, I don't 100% believe that. I'm sure it's something about that. If they're really after rare earth minerals, they'd go to Antarctica, right? Where nobody is. Nobody. It's just empty. It's empty and just filled with minerals. Well, you know, right? but, but maybe the Bidens and the Putins of the world aren't in on the scam as much as we possibly uh, I, think. Maybe the Bidens and Putins aren't, but the people that run, you know, pull their puppet strings are. Sure, they but, know. but then they, they, can, they can do war because they make a lot of money on it. So what do they All care? of these wars are not about making money. They're about population control and hiding our true history. World War One and World War II to hide Tataria. I live in Connecticut, right next to New York. And when I was a kid in the 70s, we went, we went through to through the Bronx a couple of times. The Bronx was a destroyed war zone, okay? In the 60s, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Nobody questions it. Nobody questions it, okay? Like, what happened? My belief, and from the evidence shown, is that we are the inheritors of a post-apocalyptic world. We moved into these cities. Like the Flatiron Building in New York City was here long before Christopher Columbus discovered America, allegedly. Okay? I mean, New York City was here. Our Capitol Building was here. There's actually another building below our Capitol Building buried in mud. Okay? Um, and and once you start looking at these things, like, why wasn't I ever taught this in school? It's because they don't want you to know that we're not at the pinnacle of society. They want us... Fighting for the American dream. What's the American dream? Go to school, go to work for a corporation, right? Save some money in a pension, have 40% of your money stolen from you by a bunch of banksters from Puerto Rico, okay? And then when you retire, you can live another six years and hopefully have enough money to enjoy yourself a little bit, you know, when you're too tired to really do anything, right. okay? They, they, want to, they want you in debt. So, you know, they want you sick and in debt. They want you, you know, if you make it, get get to high school, and then you go to college. You know how everyone's worried. Oh, what college am I going to go to? Everyone gets accepted. Everyone gets financed. Nobody gets denied because they want you in debt. They want you under that gun, so you have to go work wherever and become a slave to the system, right? And they want you using their fiat money. People say, "Well, they do it for money." You know, they, well, why would they do that? Because they can make more money. They that you got that half right. They make money they don't make money by working they make money by typing digits and then controlling us with those fictional digits so if we want our freedom back 
we need to get off of their map, get off of their fictional heliocentric prison and stop using their money. Okay. Then it's over. Then they're finished. They're finished. Right. So here's the thing. Your family, young family, you get together, you have kids. What's the number one concern? Well, providing the man's concern and the women's concern because they made it so, you know, usually one person can't spend for family. You got to work, right? You got to send your kids off to school, indoctrination camp, okay? And then you have to make money and then you have to save money. What do you have to save money for? For college, right? Family save for college all the time. Here's Here, I'm going to give people uh, um, a treat, a Christmas gift for everybody. You ready? All right. Christmas gift. If you haven't saved enough money for college for your kids, perfect. If you have, great. Don't spend it on college. Okay? College will just train them to be a slave. It'll teach them absolute nonsense. If there's something your kid wants to do, they can learn it on the internet. They can learn it by going out and having real-life experiences. Okay? Here's college for you, and it costs, ready? And there's no financing available for this. Eight dollars a month okay and that's here's what you do you get your kids and you know what college is a social experience experience right move out of your house live with other people that's what college is about okay you know and organize yourself and become responsible and you know make your meetings and stuff but the classes are nonsense unless of course you know you want to become a brain surgeon or an orthopedic surgeon yeah you got to learn those skills right you want to become a plumber you don't go to college go to Plumbing school, right. okay. Right. Learn how to be a plumber, okay. And, you know, um, but and, so and, I recommend one. Go ahead. And all of the science, as we know, is financed by government, and they they fund scientists, suppose you know, in universities to do whatever they want. I mean, that's how they do it: the germ theory, uh, global warming, and anything. It's all, as you know, it's all paper mache. We know that. Okay, so right. it's I, I all. I want to get back to a couple of ideas. Uh, we have seen um, the video of Admiral Byrd, I think it was in 55 Days, 60, something like that. It was on CBS, actually, a show, and he said that he went over there and there was a whole lot of land, right? And the interviewers were really quite stunned by that. And, uh, you know, they... Um, he said he said there's he more said? land beyond... Beyond the South Pole, there's more land bigger than the United States, filled with resources that no human has ever set right. step foot upon. Well, you know his, okay? his words. And then, then they're like, "Up, oh, don't go to Antarctica. We're going to the moon. Don't look over there. Look over That's there where you can started. never go." Did Did he actually? How do you know how far he went into? Is it two thousand miles? I've read some of the the stuff online. Do we know? We how don't far? know. We don't know. Again, hmm. we don't know. He's a Freemason. The whole story could be nonsense, or it could be them. You know. Um, uh, revealing the truth as they're required to, as you know, yeah, and they, they're not allowed to break up your will. Or he could have just been like, uh, just another puppet. It's like, wow, look at this. There's more land, and he believed he was on a ball. So he said, beyond the South Pole. It's like he maybe he didn't know, and then he died mysteriously in his sleep six months later after that interview. Okay, fascinating. You know, all these people that have groundbreaking uh, information, and I mean groundbreaking. They all die in their sleep. They all die in their sleep. Truly. Uh, Dave Weiss is with us, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. So um, I I think it's really interesting what happened in the the whole um, germ thing because they presented a picture of this germ, which was on a computer, 
and then they run all of their models over a picture that doesn't exist. A lot of the heliocentric folks that come on social media that I talk about, they start with a with a picture or a model of something that doesn't exist. So they can come up with math and all these things to make arguments of why the earth is round, but they're beginning with a with a false paradigm, right? They're beginning with this earth that you could then create math to make it work. That's pretty much what they do, right? It's what the globe, what we call the anti-flat earthers do, is they take an observation and they're like, okay, well that building at 100 miles away is right. visible, therefore the refraction must be this. And they just make up the refraction to, to, to fit the globe model. And they just, just make it up and it changes all the time. Well, isn't it convenient that their measuring tool changes on a daily basis? So when you only see half the buildings, you can refract it that much. When you see all of the buildings, you refract it that much. When you don't see any of the building, you refract it that much. It's all pseudoscience, absolute total garbage. But we've gotten rid of the the whole um, it's it's a mirage thing from the famous picture by Joshua Nowicki, who took a picture of Chicago, yeah, right. um, the that. Chicago yeah. skyline across um, across Lake Michigan, fifty miles away. You shouldn't be able to see just the very tippy tops of the tallest buildings. Um, is all, excuse me, is all you should be able to see. And um, so we got that. We got a couple of our guys went down there on a boat and got a P1000 um, camera, zoomed in on it, like, all right, we got it. And they drove all the way across the lake. Now, if it was a mirage, it would have miraged away as they grew, you know, right. and they should have seen it. It stayed right where it was the whole time. Therefore, it wasn't a mirage, period. Right. We, we've all seen the, we've all seen the Brazilian video, right? These folks were down there for six years trying to prove that the Earth was curved, right? This is what their goal was, and they used uh, sound and they used light and uh, infrared and GPS, and they conclusively proved that there was no curve. I mean, you just watch that one video, and unless you're just obtuse, you got to see that there's no curve. I mean, these people were very particular. You've seen the video, I'm sure you've seen it. It's hard to find. I'm not 100% sure which one you're talking to. Oh, but, it's the one that's uh, called the Convex mind. Earth, and it's six Brazil, six years Brazilian researchers. They went through the whole yeah. thing. Oh, you haven't seen that one? That's a good one. That's a good one. No, I, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. There's a, there is a few issues with it. They throw some truths in there, and they throw some unsupported stuff in there about you know measuring the buildings leaning away from each other. There's no. They never explain how they did any of these things, and then they want you to believe that. There's another, another, um, another pond adjacent to our pond, and but it's still floating in space. Excuse me. No, I don't think you're, <laughs> and that's not the one I'm talking about. These people oh, oh, okay, were good. very geeky one. about how they were doing it. They were over geeky, and it was uh, translated into English from from Portuguese. Oh, okay, different one. Yeah, different right. one. Pretty cool. Uh, good stuff. I'll send it to you if I. It's hard to find. You have to really look, and then after a while, you you can find it. Um, uh, I got to do a quick break. Stay right there, okay? Okay. Let me talk about a few things here, and we'll be right back with uh, Dave Weiss, Patrick Timpone, One Radio Network.com. We have a few emails for him, so jump in. Uh, we've advertised Dave on Facebook this morning. We'll see if any of our, um, our longtime uh, heliocentric uh, people on, on our social media will come by and, and ask him a question. I don't see anybody yet, but... <laughs> But but we'll see. This is a pretty cool thing that I came across. 
I guess, three months ago, and it's called X3, and it's just, uh, it's the best thing that I've ever done as far as building muscles, and for the first time in my 76 years of having this body, uh, have I have got some actual muscles and triceps and biceps and chest, and this is only three months of doing this, and this is a latex uh, bands, and they have about four or five bands when you purchase this. You can see this uh, bar, and then he's standing on a steel plate. And what you do is you can do, he's doing a bicep curl, and you bring this puppy up there, and then, but you don't take the pressure off of the bicep, and you bring it back down. The pressure never leaves the bicep, unlike weights where you're taking it up and then you drop them, and that's how the joints get damaged. This, uh, this model, and he wrote a book called Weightlifting is a Waste of Time, a Dr. Jankwish, which is who this guy is, um, it's called variable resistance. So you always have um, pressure on the particular muscle that you're working with, never taking the pressure off, and that uh, builds the muscle without tearing the fibers, which is what weightlifting does, and why you have to wait four days in between each, um, each session. Here you can do it every day. You can even do biceps every day if you want it, and you're never sore. I've never been sore in three months. Check that out. I mean, what's that about? So there are cool ways to do things where you don't have to get sore, and this puppy, I believe it's still on sale, three ninety nine, and you can finance it. You can finance it uh, very easily. I bought mine for five forty nine, financed it over 12 months, and it's pretty cool. So if you'd like to get it, just get it, and uh, it's right on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. OneRadioNetwork.com. It's cool to think about that uh, everything that we're being sold these days, whether it be heliocentric or germs, you know, um, they all start uh, with a, a computer-generated thing. So money is turned into that. Money used to be gold and silver, and uh, we we work with uh, uh, my friend uh, Fred Dashevsky, who sells gold and silver coins. Now money, there's probably about 40 five trillion what they call dollars out there. We don't know the exact amount uh, because they, they, they took away those, those um, metrics off of the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis years ago. You just got a few metrics, but best guess scenario, shadowstats.com and other places and Fred Dashevsky, there's about 45 trillion that we know of, but 98% of them are all on a computer. So it's just a computer money at this point. So this is as digital as you get. The central bank digital currencies, it's just going to be a step up for more control that we've been talking about. So all money is all on computers except for, you know, 2% of whatever, 2% of $45 trillion in paper. So if you understand this as we do and we study it, uh, there's just no way, in, there's no way that the inflation that we are experiencing now is going to go away. There's not a pathway to that. There's no way it's not going to happen. Like they can raise interest rates all they want. Uh, this money is still sloshing around. They're creating more um, dollars on a computer, and then the Fed is, and then they're borrowing it from the Fed, and they're sending it to Ukraine that they're being money laundered. It's a mess. So we think the gold and silver coin is going to be a real uh, winner in the next two, three, four, five years. And we like gold and silver coin because it's a private transaction. That's important. If you go out and buy a bar of gold or a bar of silver, you have 
1099 and everybody knows about it. With gold and silver coins, since they're made in the mint, they're private. So you have to be careful because if you buy, uh, uh, you know, 1923 um, St. Gordon's uh, silver uh, $20 gold piece for $2,000 today and sell it for $5,000 in five years from now, you have to remember that you did it and then report that on your income tax because that's a taxable event because nobody has a record of it. So be careful to write it down in your notebook so you make sure you pay taxes on it because otherwise nobody knows about it. That's the only thing that they didn't try to collect in 1933 was numismatics because all the boys had gold and silver coin collections because they're smart. They knew it. They, they, they didn't call in the numismatic coins. They called in the gold bars and bricks and stuff like that, uh, what they call bullion. Now, you can buy bullion from the mint, but that's also a 1099 uh, 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 affair. So this is a private thing. And you got to make sure you pay your taxes when you sell. So be careful. And it's on OneRadioNetwork.com. Call uh, Fred. He'll 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 work with you. 800-878-2646. 800-878-2646. And uh, he'll get you going and uh, have some fun. Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas. This is one. RadioNetwork.com. Flat Earth Dave, and you can see, you can get everything that Uncle Dave wants to uh, talk to you about is FlatEarthDave.com. You got your app on there, right? And you got your your video. You can find everything about you, FlatEarthDave.com. Absolutely. My app, if um, you have a show or know of a show that might want to have this conversation, um, I have a book, Dave, link there all my social media, my short videos, my interviews, my TikTok. Um, spend some time there, especially if you're not a flat earther. If you are, you probably already have. But um, check it out because it, this is life-changing. Patrick, I want to just go back for just a minute to what I was getting, my point I was getting to before about college and whatnot okay. and the American dream. Okay. Is that all right? Can we, sure, can we sure. touch there? If you want to. Uh, so, you know, it's a... Uh, there's a podcast that I listen to called Crow Triple Seven Radio. C R R O W. We know Crow. He's cool. Yeah, Crow Crow's great, and they put out two videos a week, and they're up to almost 500 episodes. So here's your college education. This, if a person did this, get your kids, get a couple of kids together, get a house on the beach somewhere, somewhere nice. Right. And say every day you have to listen to uh, five days a week, three old episodes and then the two new episodes each week. So each day you have one two hour course. Okay, it's literally a course. But here's the beautiful thing. You can pop in some headphones and do it on the beach. You can pop in some headphones and do it while you're riding your bike. You can do it while you're lying in bed. You can do it while you're kite surfing. You can do it wherever you want. I swim with streaming headphones on and I listen to 2X. So I can do my two-hour course while I work out for an hour while I'm swimming, okay? And I can listen to all of this, soak it in. And then all you need to do is just talk about these things with your roommates, all right. right? You will have a kid whose mind is stimulated, whose mind is full of useful information that can help them thrive. Right now, people don't know that you can stick a seed in the ground and food will grow, okay? People don't even know that, okay? You can you can do all of these real-world things. That is a person that I would hire before I would hire a Harvard graduate, okay? Um, so 
it, it gives you all the information. It teaches you about how the system works, how to unplug from the heliocentric, sinister slave system, right? You'll learn about the earth. You'll learn about everything. And uh, and that is better than any college education. It'll cost you $8 a month, hmm. okay? $8 a month, all right? I think after your kid graduates, you should send Crow half of the money that you sent that you saved for college, right? <laughs> and that's a, that's a bargain, all right? So- Again, all of the information. College is 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 old school because hey, you had a guy that's uh, that uh, that's educated, and knows all this stuff. Well, you have no way of accessing him, so you had to travel and go to a school where he teaches, and that's how you learn. Now, Patrick, we can just pull pull up anything you want to learn. Math Khan Academy on YouTube, it's free, right? Every single math course done better than any teacher does in any school and it's free it's right there and you can zero in on what you really need right you can zero in on on the real geometry sacred geometry the and vortex mathematics ge- yeah yeah all of all of the stuff that will make you a better human being the american dream this is my the american dream you have to be as george carlin said you have to be sleeping to get it right you have to be dreaming okay here's the american dream enjoy your life expand your mind Learn the truth of our world. Stop feeding, stop watching garbage. The news steers your mind, as I always say, northeast, west, south, steering your mind and putting lines in your forehead with the headlines, okay? And it gives you cancer, okay? The news gives you cancer because it puts dis-ease in all of your body. Where are all of the good stories? Where are all of the wonderful stories? There used to be a news show, I don't know if it's still around, called uh, Good Something Morning... I think CBS tried to put it where it was all positive stories, hmm. right? But for some reason, it didn't take. Nobody watched People it. didn't watch it. They didn't watch it. Nobody watched it because people love the fear, right. right? And they've programmed that into us that we love fear and, and horror movies and all of this stuff. Well, that's horrible for your body. You know, I'd like to see a study of people that watch horror movies and people that don't and see like how their dis-ease, uh, you know, yeah. is, pretty, is, pretty uh, is different. Yeah. Uh, David, yeah. we... So, we had. Um, okay, are you finished with that? That that. You know, yeah. Why not? Can I move on? Okay. Um, we have 15 years of uh, of audios on one radio network with Andrew Goss, currency historian, uh, author of two or three books, that he gave me an education in money that I was able to write a screenplay called "The Real World of Money" that we won several awards, soon to be a movie someday when we sell it. The real world of money, and you you know people like this. I know I understand the monetary system like the back of my hand only because I listened to him for 15 Dad. every week for 15 years. I mean, he taught me you everything. You won't learn that in school. No, no, yeah, are you kidding a, me? <laughs> we won't learn so, any of so it. That's a, so that's college, right? If somebody <laughs> wants to learn about money, watch that. Somebody wants to learn about, you know, different things. And and what I the reason I start with Crow is because they cover everything. They no, he's cool. And, he's, then, and, yeah. and then... And then you can say, you know what? Someone goes, hey, that one really resonates with me, you know, biofrequencies or, you know, right. um, whatever. And then they can go down that path. They can contact that person and follow their website with their information and focus on that. Rather than putting kids in the school and go, what do you want to be, an accountant? Or do you want to be, um, you know, work in a manufacturing line? Or you want to, you know, be a cook in a fast food restaurant or something, right? This is stuff that will expand minds rather than imprison minds. Yes, sir. Okay. Here, bottom, bottom of blessing. If you're sending your kids to school, your kids, if you're hearing this, call CPS, right? Call CPS on your parents. They're sending <laughs> you to college. They're putting you in debt and they're teaching you nar- garbage. 
do not go to college. Okay, do not. Okay, period. Okay, you know, I find that the, the, the most pushback we, I get uh, a little bit of emails and then social media are from highly educated, college-educated people, really, because I'll ask them, you know, and they're scientists and they're astronomers and rocket scientists and mathematicians. Boy, they're the tough ones. And they're taught all yeah. of this stuff, all based on most of it, uh, a dream or a fallacy, or I don't know what it's based on. Math is not reality. I can show you the mathematical equations that I have an amazing amusement park on an island next to Kiribati. Yeah. Right? I'll show you all of the layouts, the plans, the calculations, the roller coasters, the forces, everything, and it's all approved and stamped. Okay. Does that mean I have an amusement park on an island next to Kiribati? No, it doesn't. It's just math. Okay. Math can describe whatever you want it to. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when and, and then the word science also has been hijacked like flat earth. Science. Well, science, the scientific method, that is good. But they don't, the scientists, astronomers, you know, people that tell you about the earth don't use science. They use pseudoscience. Oh, we got the, we, 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 you know, the earth is spinning at, uh, you know, all these different motions and the moon is right. going around the earth and the moon is spinning around the earth as we're, as we're chasing the sun, right? In, in this crazy spiral nonsense. Right? That's not science. That's pseudoscience. Wipe the table clean. You know nothing about the earth. You just were dropped here. Go out in the world and experience it and never, zero, anybody will ever say, we're spinning, we're whirling, we're trolling, we're flying through space. <laughs> Everyone would say it's not. a level non-moving plane, period. Yeah. It's a level non-moving plane. Just not. We put a video up on uh, Facebook yesterday, and I'm sure you've seen it. I hadn't seen it for years. It was a five-day time-lapse thing in uh, Alaska, right? Where the sun, you've seen that one? And the sun never goes below the horizon and it does this thing, right? And um, the heliocentric people come on there and they say, well, you know, that's because the earth tilts this way and then you can see the sun. But it doesn't even make sense. If we are theoretically spinning around the sun, it would have to go out of sight wouldn't it but they argue that because of the earth tilt then no. that that why that's why it works am i so in june this is i, I moved this to june okay the let, me sun go, is let me do your full it. let me do your full screen here so we can see you okay uh, is that me freezing up or is that dave hold on i don't know what's going on Look at like where my finger is. Like it's on a lap. Yeah, you right froze here. up again a little bit. Is that Am me? I, is that are that? Got to be you because I'm I'm looking good and you're looking good. Hmm. Let me let me check my. See me now. Uh, yeah. No, we're fine. Go ahead. Okay. So, like, if you're in Alaska, the sun's never really that far away from you, and it, the sun sets because it gets far away from you, right? But if I'm down here, look how far it is when it's up there, far away, close far away close so in june the sun goes right over miami and it's friggin' hot in miami but it you know it's warm because the sun is close in the north but then six months later on the flat earth so in uh in december the sun goes all the way out here right we're having our we're having our um winter because the sun is far away right and it's summer in Australia because right. the sun goes right over it. So if you're in Norway or northern Alaska, you're so far from the sun that it never rises. 
So that's why we have 24 hours of dark in the inner, inner north. And during the summer, when the sun is close, goes around, uh, they have 24 hours of sun because it never goes far away. Now, if the earth was a ball, you should have the same amount of the same observations six months apart. So in December, um, and this in December, you should have 24 hours of sun in Antarctica, but there isn't. Right? Well, would yes, there is. I saw the video. No, you didn't. Okay. They, you just heard this 24 hours of sun. Now there's um at these stations, there's there's um webcams. And we watch the webcams and we can see the shadows moving around. And bam, every day there's 10 hours in December. Every day in December, when there should be a 24 hour sun, 10 hours cut out, 10 hours cut out. And um Jaron from the Jaronism channel, he contacted them and was having a um dialogue and they're like well you know we're just saving bandwidth and never once could they show us a full 24 hour sun now just recently again they're always trying to fake it they just put out a video this is weird shot look dave your stream is cutting out uh we're we're solid here i don't know what's going on with your thousands of videos dave, of the sun dave, there's something going on with your your, your your internet connection it's dropping out uh it's solid here yeah i don't know what's going on here let me let me try to get out of that screen maybe Just, maybe maybe that's good is that better am i back no no you only drop out for about mm, 10 seconds and you pop back in but it's happened about three or four times just so you know it's not a terrible issue but it looks solid here i don't see any of my lights blinking it usually blinks but go ahead um all right yeah. so that that's my point you know okay the that it just it makes no sense on a ball again. Okay. So the twenty four hour sun in and in, in, just to be clear, in the center, inside the Tropic of Cancer, that's the Arctic region. That's where the sun arcs around you because it's going around you on the outside, right? And you can have twenty four hours of sun sun in there, and you can have twenty four hours of dark in there. Makes sense on a globe. Makes sense on a flat Earth. Perfect. Great. Right. And then. Then you have the Tropic of Capricorn, and the space in between is called the tropics because that's where it's warm, and it's in between the two tropics. Outside of the Tropic of Capricorn, you should have the same thing, but there is there's 24 hours of darkness that makes sense on a flat Earth and a globe Earth, but there's no 24 hour sun in the Arctic, in the Antarctic. Sorry, in the Antarctic, and that makes sense on a flat Earth, not on a globe Earth. Okay. So again, things work in both, but things only work on a flat Earth. Um, and if you think about the word Arctic, if you're outside of that and the sun comes around you and then away from you, it's not arcing around you. You're here and it comes towards you and away. It's Antarcing. It's coming towards you. That's Antarctic. Where the, that's where the word comes from. Huh? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And then the Arctic is arcing around you. It's ticking around you. The sky is a perfect clock. That's that's cool. David, uh, Dave Weiss is with us at FlatEarthDave.com. Um, uh, I, I want to get to this because this, to me, is, is critical. Do you offer um, Bitcoin, three Bitcoins, somebody can prove uh, the Earth is round, right? That's three your, Bitcoins or 300 ounces of silver. 3,000 ounces 3, of silver. 3,000 ounces of silver. So yeah. um, do you know, you probably know Steve Falconer. Steve? Another name. Who is that? He's a cool guy. You'd like him. Uh, and uh, he's a he's a flat earther, and we've had him on the show, but very intelligent. And I was I was uh, 
waxing some kind of concern that someday they would be able to uh, put out a CGI photo that they could then jimmy up through computer AI magic to make it actually, you couldn't prove it with CGI. And he said, no, you can never do it if it is originally a CGI. Is that your understanding? Well, you know, it's getting easier and easier for them. They have technology now where they can fake human beings anywhere they want. Right, that is, right, right. It's almost indistinguishable. I'm wondering if some of the people they show us on the space station aren't even real. I, I actually think that um, Obama, when he did his ISIS speech, it wasn't even him. It was a CGI task. Sure, he sure. glitched out. But have you ever talked um, to uh, photo geeks uh, that, that know about this? Yes. And do they think that it could be possible to fake a photo where you would never know with CGI, even if you looked at it under a microscope? Do you know? You know, the, <clears throat> I, see, you know I'm concerned never, about uh, that because they could someday use that as a proof, right? That, no, this is a real yeah. photo and we've looked at it. It's a real photo. That's that's not good. That's not good. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, look at this. This is a photo that was uh, the image that everyone thinks sure. is the earth, right. okay? And then this is a photo of wine and cheese on a table with a view. Okay. This is a painting. This is a photorealistic painting. It's really hard to tell that this is not a photograph. This is pretty easy to tell that it's not a photograph. I mean, look at the clouds. I mean, they, they, they can't even, like, could you imagine clouds this big? And I mean, they, they, they it's ridiculous. don't, yeah, it's ridiculous. they don't, it's so stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. And all this stuff from this James Webb and uh, Artemis and all this, we know this is all CGI, right? It's all CGI. It's gotta be. Cause there's, well, there's no the, there, I mean, it's CGI and fakery, right? Artemis, you know, they just showed us this earth eclipsing the moon. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, it's, so stupid when people just believe it believe anything right here here's something that happened we're showing now this is saturn supposedly and this is the earth and then literally in one second what happened lights out where where did it go the earth is still there oh this is this is a nasa thing they they, uh, film this is nasa from artemis Look, we got there. Up, oh, oh, it's gone. It's gone. It's, it's gone. It's and gone. then we put in photo forensics, cranked up the levels. We should be able to see something. Nope, nothing's there. So that shows you that this is just another layer on on the um, on the on the thing, right? And then they can't get their 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 prospect their their um, depth depths right. This was uh, taken a couple years ago. The Earth. And the moon, right? Well, how come first? How come the moon isn't lit up? The sun's behind the camera. And then here is from Artemis. Here's the moon, and then the Earth is tiny. Okay. Well, how how can you do that? If you get closer to the moon, the moon's going to get bigger, and the Earth will get some somewhat bigger, but not like this, mm. right? What what's going on there? They they are horrible. They're not even good at Horrible it, are like they? This. They're just not even good at it. <laughs> Think about this. The Earth is, uh, the ISS is traveling 17,500 miles per hour, right? right? Artemis, Artemis made it to the moon um, in eight days, so they're traveling 1,239 miles an hour versus the, the 
ISS going 17,000. Oh, so the right? math isn't even right with that, Dave. Apollo I? made it to the moon in three days. They That's 3,300 miles an hour, right? Right. Ab- it makes absolutely makes no sense whatsoever. It doesn't work. It doesn't work, right? But they they think they they think and they're right that most people won't even uh, check. Yeah, right? don't even here's, check. Um, yeah. Here here's uh, JAXA, Japanese space agency, went around the moon. Oh look, at it. they got this cool yeah, picture. I like Very that. good detail. I got Milky Way, right? But this is uh this is this is Artemis. I, I get better pictures of the moon with my iPhone. Okay, from Earth. This is just like a couple hundred miles away. Okay, supposedly. And I mean, what shape is the moon? Is it a potato shape? Okay. They want us to believe in floating spheres. 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 Isn't that right? Spheres. Yeah, spheres. Right. So again, 2015, moon, Earth. 2022, moon, tiny Earth. And what happened to the detail? What 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 phone did they what camera did they use? Right, we're told that they bought a couple two hundred dollar GoPros, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolute nonsense. And then if you look, same trick. Look at this; it's the same thing. Just got a paint job. Okay, it's the same trick. Six days to the moon, three days to the moon. Right? It's the same trick. There's nothing new under the sun. You think nothing. with twenty six billion dollar a year budget. NASA could do it. Eighty million dollars a day. A, a, do a better job, a David day. Wise. They could do a better job at yeah. fakery, right? Yeah. Don't you think? Right. They can't. I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's absolute insanity. They want us to believe that the Earth is too big to see curvature from a hundred thousand feet, right. but we want we can see this spaceship curving around the Earth, right? This is just going out to the Bermuda Triangle and crashing where nobody, uh, nobody else, uh, no one else is there. Here's the, here, keep me on full screen sure, for sure. a sec. Sure. So here is what they say, you know, Artemis takes off, whips around the earth, goes out to the moon, goes around the moon, then ejects a mass, which will send it back to earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is the whole thing. This is from NASA, but no, it's very interesting. What, look at this earth, right? Is this a whistleblower or they tell, or, or they just stupid. Okay. This is the flat earth map. Oh. They're showing us the flat Earth map. They didn't even bother to turn it. Okay, look, this is the flat Earth map you can find anywhere online. Interesting. This is the flat Earth map. Why are they showing us a flat Earth map when they're showing us Artemis uh, going around? Okay. I, Absolutely. I think they just do stuff for giggles and grins, just to just to see, see how stupid we are, you. right? Just to see I'm how see what they can get away with. Oh my God! Look at this. Look at this. If, if you looked out on your airplane wing and saw right. all of this PVC piping and all of these, you know, these conduit and stuff screwed to the wing, would you be a little nervous? Like, well, isn't that going to cause some drag? We go over 500 miles an hour. Well, this thing is going like 20,000 miles an hour. Okay. <laughs> the, 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 um, the SR 71, it's black. It's got no paint on it. Cause it gets too hot. It's aerodynamic, like a razor blade. Right, and it only goes Mach two point three or three point two. Let's say three point two. Okay, this thing goes Mach thirty three. Mach thirty three. This is a friggin' balloon. Okay, it's a balloon. It's absolute and total garbage, and they want us to believe that you know that 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 it that it's going up there. Um, 
it's absolute insanity. Let's do a few right? emails before we go. Okay. Go. Yes. Okay. Also, uh, I want to know. Here's somebody who wants to know. Where do the planets get their frequencies from? I personally think astrology is a load of you know what, and it's true about the moon making people crazy. We know that we need proper studies to show that this is just anecdotal. I personally feel great on a full moon night, beyond great, but that is because I love the light and blah, 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 the dawn. Maybe it is a frequency, but if so, we need studies. This shouldn't be hard at all to do. So, I used to think astrology was complete and total garbage, you know. Mm-hmm. How could a rock, you know, 25, 50 million miles away affect my life when it can't even affect the top, right? But then you find out, hey, these things are here within our Earth system, okay? They're energetic, right? I think they have everything to do with every aspect of our lives. So where do they get their frequencies from? The creator? I don't know what they are. Yeah. And nobody knows what no, they no, are. No, we don't right? know. But we can prove that they're not what they tell us. You know, Jupiter is a gassy ball that has more gravity than all of the other planets in our solar system combined. That's what NASA tells us. Well, Jupiter's made mostly of hydrogen and helium. Well, hydrogen and helium defy gravity. Okay, so how much hydrogen and helium do you need to make a ball that has more gravity than all of the other planets? Okay, nonsense. They're just laughing at us, right? If you had a Jupiter-sized pile of feathers, it would have more density than what they tell us Jupiter is. Okay, Hmm. it's absolute nonsense. So where does it come from? I don't know. Right? Don't know. Why could Mars in retrograde affect us? Because it's part of this living system that we're in. And we're all in a system. And, and I, I think I agree with you. It gives more credibility to astrology if they're living beings, souls, interacting with us humans, right? They're feeding us yeah. or giving us information. Or who knows what, what they're doing? You know, we don't right. know. You know, we, don't, we don't know. Um, 100%. Uh, let's see. Regarding liquid water, we do not observe anywhere in nature, this is from Taylor, a body of this substance forming without a container. Furthermore, when calm or at rest, the surface of liquid water seeks, finds, and maintains level. How many places of, of level liquid water are required to form a spherical object? That is an honest question. Yeah, so, so when you're looking across water, it testably, measurably, scientifically, provably, observably flat. So <laughs> how many, how many uh, segments of that create a sphere? It's a, it's a rhetorical question. It's basically, you know, like if you, you can't see beyond that, um, I can't help you. Gotcha. Here's one. Uh, this is another good one. Uh, here. Okay. I was talking to my cousins about Flat Earth. Their father was a pilot and had his own plane. Decades ago, he took his sons in the plane and proved to them that the earth is flat by spotting the sun, then lowering the altitude until they could no longer see the sun. He said, this is proof that the earth is round. I had no response. Can Dave just prove that? Okay. Not sure I understand. Well, it, it, no, no, I, I, he's saying okay. that um, because, because it's going over the curve, but what they don't understand is how the sun sets due to perspective. Okay, and uh, the sun is a celestial object that's something above our atmosphere. We are terrestrial beings. That means we're on the Earth. And then there's the atmospheric layer in the middle. Put that all into the distance. It all crunches together. The the atmospheric layer from the bottom, from where your feet are, to the top of the air, 
all compresses into the horizon at your eye level. And then everything just goes beyond it. So a celestial object will go behind it and it's gone. Okay. So um, let me, uh, I can pull up something, uh, okay. a quick, quick thing to show you. And, uh, and, and so people say, well, why don't you zoom in on it? Well, that's not fair. You can't zoom in on something that's behind something. Like if you're looking across the street at a building and an airplane flies over that building and disappears from the bottom up as it goes beyond it, you can't zoom in through the building. That is an opaque, an opaque barrier. Um, but here is a, um, here is, this is my flat earth kitchen. I'm just going to go through it real quick. Um, we're looking at the sun at a going uh, on a straight level line. Here are some mountains or clouds, the atmospheric deck. It's above it, and we don't drop below it. So now I move the camera to the other side where I am down on the. The horizon of a ball, but in reality, it's not. This is just, again, this is a level line. So I'm down here and it's disappearing. Mm -hmm. It's at my eye level, right? Look at that. This is the sunset, right? The sun disappears below it. But if I went up in a drone really high, I would see that sun again. If I can get higher than whatever this is, this is the mountain, this is the cloud deck, that the atmospheric deck of opacity, right? Here's the sun going down, right? So, you can a simple thing you can do get somebody um on a you got a four or five foot fence person six foot tall, six foot tall person standing a couple feet on the other side of that fence and you're standing there talking to them okay great and now you sit down now you can't see them anymore well they disappeared behind that fence now move yourself 50 yards across the field the and you sit down on the field the top of that fence will appear to be at your eye level when you know that it's feet above your eye level it'll appear to be at your eye level and that person starts walking away they will disappear from you know the bottom up they'll disappear behind that fence as they as they move away they're not getting lower they're just disappearing behind the fence mm -hmm. the perspective right right, right. Yeah. yeah in that regard i was walking the other day out here in the country and i saw dave the uh, um the sun out to the west um western about 45 degree angle right like my arm is out and then i saw the moon to my to the east about 45 degree angle right and they're both out there way above me how do the heliocentric folks um argue that that that's even possible i i how would that be wait, wait what 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 happened so in other words, happened? i can explain uh, it okay okay so let me put it here so i'm walking and i see the the sun out to my on my right arm right 45 degrees and then I see the moon, it was a half moon at the time, clear as a bell, 45 degrees to my left. So it's up there, way above me, way above Earth. How does that, how do the heliocentric folks make that argument that that's even possible? What do they say? You froze up again. You are frozen on my side now. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm, I'm, now, yeah, I hear you now. Yeah, we're back. Okay, okay go ahead. Do you, so, how does that happen on a globe or on a flat Well, earth? how do the heliocentric folks see? To me, that's got to prove that what what they claim is is wrong, right? Or maybe I'm 
not. Well, you know, the twice um, for about a week every month, if you look at the moon in the day sky, it the sunlight doesn't line up to where the, the lit side of the moon would say think is sunlight doesn't line up with the sun. So right. that's a problem. Okay. Um, but you know, the the moon, the the sun, the the sun laps the moon once every twenty eight times around. So you know, for two weeks in a month, it's in the day sky, and for two weeks a month, it's in the night sky. And it and it just goes around and laps the moon. Gotcha. So it kind of you can kind of pretend that it works on a heliocentric model, but there's many problems with the phases. The phases should change directions six months apart. They don't. Um, there's so many problems with it. But again, the optics of the sky are no way to prove the shape of the Earth. We don't even know what shape the moon is. Now, the moon, as far as a celestial object, looks the most like a sphere to me. But, you know, we can show you that you can see things that don't look anything, you know, that don't look like that. I can show you three, four, four moons and only one of them is a sphere, but you can't tell which one it is. Hmm. Right? It could make it fa- it could make its phases on its own if it's a plasma, if it were right. a plasma. Right, 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 right. Of course. Right. Of course. I, I had a, uh, a, a quantum physicist scientist on, not a flat earther, but a cool guy. And I, and I asked him about the idea of perhaps it's possible the moon is plasma and uh, it, uh, it's doing its own light. And he said, he said, it's absolutely, it's doing its own light. I don't know how it's doing it, but it's not getting reflection off the sun. This was a, this was a solid, you know, PhD scientist type. He said, it's, it's got to be doing its own light. It was pretty interesting. He said, "Well, that. see, there, there's a PhD that's actually trying to break through, break, break away from right. his right. Um, programming, and he can't explain it because he's trying to explain it in a heliocentric world. Right? He needs to understand that that's not where he lives, and then he'll be able to explain everything. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing on on the things that you can explain once you understand that the playing field isn't what you thought it was. Yeah. So when you're dealing, when you're starting from a false paradigm. Uh, you can make up science and math to, to prove anything, right? Or to argue anything at least, right. not prove it. Here's one for you. We Absolutely. love Flat Earth Dave. Thanks for having him back on. My, well, my question is about the stars in the Southern Hemisphere. They seem to revolve around the Southern Cross. How can they do that if the South Pole is really an ice wall in all directions? It seems like if you face south from South America or Australia, the stars would look very different since you are facing opposite directions. Instead, they look like uh, the same and rotate around the same stars. Can you explain this to me? Yeah, so uh, so again, the southern stars are very interesting, but again, looking up at the lights in the sky to describe the shape of the Earth is no way to do it. Um, I personally think that the southern stars are, are reflections of the northern stars, wow. okay? And there may be, there may be four centers of rotation, but there's a whole bunch of different ways to explain it. I don't know which one is right or if any of them are right, but there's more than one way to explain it. You know, the the, the anti-flat earthers love, that's their favorite one because, you know, well, you can't explain that, then the earth is a globe. No, that's ridiculous. Like, I can't explain what a catalytic converter does. That doesn't mean my car is a globe, okay? It's a, <laughs> it's a car. I don't know. I don't even know. I could Give me $1,000. I couldn't find a catalytic converter in the- in Come on, the, you know it's a minutes. globe. You know it's a globe. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know, but there's there's uh, on the app on the frequently asked question page, by the way, which is down. We're having a server issue right now. It should be fixed later today, hopefully. It was fixed last night and it broke again. Okay. Um, the 
the there's a on the there's a button called Southern Star Rotations. Check that out. Tons of stuff showing you how you can see the Southern Cross from these three locations, but only for 20 minutes a year. Wow. Okay. Wow. So so here here this this is a little experiment I did. Look in this reflection right here, and 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 you see how things move in different directions as I move it, like. Like depending on where you are, you can see the stars in different positions. Like this plant is over here. Okay. This plant is now over here. Okay. Depending because so we're looking up through the sky. Sure, I think I the sky is yeah. water. Right? And so we when you're looking up, you're not even looking in the same position. Okay. Mm. You're not even looking in the same position. Gotcha. Here's one yeah, for yeah. you. Steve, um, uh, Steve Falconor is the co-creator of the Space Busters channel, which may be why Dave is not familiar with his name. Space Busters. Oh, yeah. no, no. I, I, am, I, that, okay. I, I do know who he is. And Space Busters just put out an amazing video that everyone needs to watch. What is it uh, on? It's, called, it's, called, um, it's on their bit shoot under Space Busters. And uh, the name of the video is actually hold on i gotta pull it up okay the name of the video is called it's called um space Busters. it's called biochemistry debunks religion freemasonry and chicken pox it is phenomenal and and it can be found at stoplookthink.com if you forget everything can be found there stoplookthink.com oh good i'll check that out he was also going to do a video and to show exactly why he believes that you'd never be able to, even with the best technology, disprove um, uh, the CGI thing. If it is CGI at the original, he said you're always gonna, it's always gonna be there. So I'm really curious about that if I can find that video. What's that stop, look, think? I don't know that one. Stop, well, stoplookthink.com has most of the stuff that was deleted from YouTube ah. over the last couple of years. So cool. If you want to look into some flat earth, um, well, flatearthdave.com for all flat earth, but there's all sorts of stuff from all of the other hoaxes, false flags, everything is there, especially uh, what's going on with the boogeyman since 2020. Tons of information there. Do you upload your videos there or is it just what they produce? Stop looking. It is uh, a a compilation. Uh, Whoever makes really good videos, they end up there somehow. I see. I understand. Here's one for you. I think it's important to note the difference between sunlight and daylight when discussing the 24-hour sun in Antarctica. The caustic right. cup assists in, demonstrat- in demonstrable evidence with regards to this phenomenon, especially when inferring a firmament. So what's he talking about there? you understand what he's saying? Yeah, so there's a difference between sunlight and daylight. People say, well, on a, on a flat Earth, you know, you can't explain that there's 17 hours of, sun- of daylight or sunlight, or because they don't know the difference in uh, Ushawa or Ushawa, whatever the place is, and um, that's perfectly explainable um, on a on a flat Earth with a dome, because as the sun moves out towards the dome, the light, the daylight, wraps around. Daylight is the sky. Sunlight comes from directly from the sun. So, if you don't believe me, before the sun rises, it's daylight. There's daylight before the sun is even in your vision. Because the sky is lighting up. So that's like the backlight of a photographer, the sky, right? And the sunlight is the spotlight, right? So as the sun moves through, so as it's 
taking its widest track around the Tropic of Capricorn, um, the light is wrapping around the dome. And I have I have I have tons of um, videos on that under daylight and nightlight a uh, night and nighttime. This is uh, day and night right here, hmm. and it's showing you on a flat Earth how the light works. See how the light wraps around. It wraps around here when yeah. the when the sun goes out to the outside. So this is just showing you. I'm just using a little glass dome, and it kind of does the same thing. Um, that's kind of how it works. And then the coffee cup caustic that is how light reacts inside of a dome is crazy. It's like <laughs> it's like it's hard to wrap your mind around. But then you experiment with these tools and doing this stuff yourself, and you're like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Okay, this place is not. You know, simple. Okay, I got to scoot and do another interview, but uh, one quick one here. Uh, this is Leroy. So, does your guest think that all the stars that we they have to be has to be under the firmament, right? Underneath the firmament, no? Well, or within. You know, watch. Go go to flatearthdave.com. Click the interviews button. Watch a couple of my interviews, and I usually talk about it where um, you cannot see the stars at the size they tell us. If Polaris was two light days away or two light weeks away or whatever it was, yeah. which is an infinite distance, um, you couldn't see it. We can prove that you couldn't see it. But they tell us it's 433 light years away. So where are the stars? They're right here. You know, we sent up a balloon at nighttime um, with cameras looking up. And before it left the ground in Arizona, we could see all of the stars. He froze up again. He'll be right back. Okay. Don't ask me how. <laughs> Don't ask me why. But I can tell you that it's not because we live in a heliocentric world because the opposite would have happened. They would have gotten brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. So the optics of the sky are a massive mystery. Okay. And, um, they don't prove the shape of the earth, but they do disprove heliocentrism. Uh, another uh, quick one just came in. Cindy, does your guest, uh, does Flat Earth Dave have a, his opinion of how high the firmament is? Do you have any idea if you were on a game show, you had to guess what it is? He froze up again. Yeah, Dave, your little, your little internet thing is not happening. Oh, you're back, you're back, you're back. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Ask the question. Uh, what, this lady wants to know your best estimate of how high the firmament is. Do we know? 72 and a half miles. That'd be your best guess at this point? That would be my guess, but, you know, there. It, I think that it it's different um, the farther out you go. I think it gets, I think it's different. Um, you know, there's some different things. I kind of think that the that the sky is fairly flat. Right when you look at a flat Earth, you know the image with the big dome. Right. That dome is thousands. It's, it's like twenty five thousand miles high. If you if you said okay, uh, the dome is only you know seventy two miles high or whatever, um, and you put that over flat Earth, it would literally look like a flat. Oh, of course, it would have to be flatter. Over it, it would yeah. be nothing. Yeah, yeah, you, you wouldn't even notice it. Um, and so that's what I kind of think where we live. But you know it's hard to illustrate that in a in a picture, so people exaggerate things right. to to. Do, do, you, confused. do you just for fun do you think that the dome would then would cover all of this land that could be there this land could go out forever though we don't know right the land can go out forever other 
huddles out there and there's there's a great dome and then these are like energetic domes that cover each one of us and it does a, such an amazing job of um it does such an amazing job of of explaining of the of taking the movie Star Wars yeah. and putting it here on a flat earth where it's scientifically possible where there are these other mm-hmm. worlds and federations of worlds and 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 hostile worlds and and friendly worlds but they're all here across the flat plain. Yeah. Well, okay, brother, I got to run to do an interview. It's always fun talking to you. Thanks right. for thanks for being here. And uh, flatearthdave.com, you'll find everything to get his app, right? And the app is uh, what? Yep. It's just a few bucks. How's that work? It's $3. It's $3. You have it for life. But if you want to use the friend finder, which is amazing, uh, find people around you and message them and, and have conversations and video calls now. It does that group calling. It does all that. That's a you have to pay the subscription, which is eleven dollars a month. Okay. okay? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Eleven dollars a year. Oh, eleven dollars oh, a come year. On. Yeah. And 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 uh, if you use your referral code, I don't know why he keeps freezing up. I don't know why. <clears throat> I don't know why. <clears throat> You're gonna want it because once you realize the Earth is flat. You're going to want to find like-minded, um, you know, sure. unjabbed people around you. And uh, the app will show you where they are. And, you know, there's people that are getting married, find, getting jobs, having babies, right? There's all sorts of stuff because the app is using their technology against them to bring people together. FlatEarthDave.com. Yeah. You, could, you could make a Flat Earth like a dating site and hook people up and get married, you know? <laughs> it, it is. It literally is a, becoming a dating site because people are holding meetups. They're meeting together. And be, every single blue dot on there, we have over 84,000 dots on there right now. Um, every single person on there, male or female, you have more in common with that person than any dating site can ever put you um, in touch with. So every one of them is awake, aware, amazing people and so people are using it like hey i need to hire some people for my business sure. well they send out a broadcast message to everyone around there hey anyone looking or they check out people's profiles and person says hey i'm interested in work opportunity they message them direct like hey let's have a conversation and i think that's brilliant because i think i would argue that people that understand the truth about cosmology and maybe germs or uh have a higher iq perhaps or higher more broad awareness of life and you, yep. those are the kind of people you'd want to work yep. in your company right i mean come on. why not absolutely it, it's it's turning and and it, again you can have like these video calls and the people are having great conversations i jumped in on some calls um it it's it's amazing what it does right now mind-blowing and most of the people haven't even realized that you can do this stuff on it so it's really just taking off but right now at the time of this recording that we're live the, my web hosting company okay. is having some server crashes right around Christmas because they can't handle the traffic. So we're uh, upgrading the servers right now, it. and hopefully it'll be fixed. And uh, hopefully it'll be fixed before I kill myself. Okay, uh, hey, you and your family have uh, Merry Christmas, and we'll uh, see you after the New Year. Take care of yourself. All right, stay out Great. of trouble. Thanks, all right, brother. See you. Dave, David Weiss, uh, Flat Earth Dave, flatearthdave.com. It's fun stuff, and it's great. Yeah, boy, I get. A, I, I like to really push people's buttons on 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 uh, social media because I just, you know, I do. And uh, um, yeah, it's fun. Okay, so we're just going to regroup here for about five minutes or so and talk about words and their meanings and where they have come from uh, with a very interesting lady. And that's coming right up. I will see you in a few minutes. So stay right there.
Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.